Hey, Thomas, I have the most amazing memes from this week, and I'm looking for a place to put them. Do you have anything you want to talk about today? Well, Betsy, as you know, our mission has been for quite some time to allay fear, to take ignorance and slay it, to take the propaganda that's being given out and learn how to see through it, to learn to see what's spin. Wait a minute. That sounds like what the Kalki Avatar does. Uh, and the Maitreya Buddha and a lot of other good uh, souls and spirits who have come down to help us at this time. And we're, you know, we're just trying to replicate what the, what the big... Uh, the big ones do, right? So that's everybody's job. Everybody's job is to stretch and try to be the highest, best they can be. So that's what we're doing. But what we're doing at the same time is slaying ignorance. We're showing you how to see through disinformation. We're showing you how to see through the spin and the narrative. We're showing you how to understand the 10 or 12 different stages of perception management and the tools that they use to do that. So today we want to allay more fear about the Mueller report, which we like to call... Oh, the Kaka dossier, because now we have the PP dossier and the Kaka dossier. Yes. And so for all of you who cannot listen to Thomas and watch the memes at the same time, do one or both. But we've got to put these memes here because they're great for scraping and sharing in your social network. So continue on. This is post-Mueller time. What do, what's going to happen next? What do we look for? What are those signposts that patriots will want to see happen so that we know that we're making progress? Well, I like also what you just said. It, it, it brought a funny image to mind of something you're going to be posting soon. Because I do talk very fast. I have a high-pitched voice. So when you slow it down, I sound really good. <laughs> and you're going to be hearing some videos where they've slowed my voice down, but it's still me. I don't like to slow down. I have too much to say. So what I have to say right now is the, P the Christopher Steele PP dossier, which was a British spy attack on America using all 17, the top people in all 17 remember, intelligence agencies in America. And remember, that's British, not Russian. Well, right. Actually, technically, if you really want to look at it, the only Russians involved were American assets, who were actually FBI and CIA spies working for America, but they're Russian. And we listed the 25 of them. But when it comes down to the Christopher Steele dossier and all the Russians he mentioned there, no, they don't, mm -mm, no, it didn't happen. And when we talk about the 25 Russians that Mueller indicted, no, uh -uh, no, no, didn't happen. The 12 who worked for IRA, uh, no, they had stopped working there in 2012, 2014, excuse me, two years before the accusations Mueller made at them. And then the GRU men, I'm going to say this again, and it will probably never come out, but this is where the GRU men came from, the names. That was because John Brennan went to, as the head of the CIA, he went to Russia when all of this started. Why did he go to Russia? I'll tell you why he went to Russia. To meet the contacts there directly who would give him some names that could be implicated in the supposed DNC hacking. Complete nonsense. So what we want to talk about is the fact that we shouldn't be worried about this Mueller investigation at all. We told you from the beginning what would happen, even before Mueller was appointed. We told you how they would do it. We told you who would be involved. And we told you things that are still not in the light yet. They're still in the dark. That national security letters were written. That's the reason they didn't care about the FISA court. And remember, Judge Collier had already written a corrective action for the FISA court in 2016 in December because they had, the IG had done a report stating that they were in absolute noncompliance, both internationally and domestically. 
And so Judge Collier wrote to get them out of it so that they would renew the ability to do these uh, 702 FISA warrants, both internationally and domestic. Judge Collier wrote a, a correction plan. During the time the correction plan was supposed to be going on is when the FISA court warrant for Carter Page was renewed, was created and renewed four times. I mean, it was created and renewed three times. This was while the corrective action was going on. So as you can see, no matter where you look, it's going to not turn out well for Mueller because he stayed in this investigation too long. He was there for only one reason, to smear Donald Trump no, it and was to, to cover, cover the trail. Up, it was to cover up the crimes for the coup d'etat. And yes, and and what he was involved in is creating the smokescreen for Hillary hiding the fact that she was connected to Russia, along with, very clearly, Robert Mueller, who carried the yellow cake uranium, you know, with the fake deal that they were actually doing. But he was part of Uranium One for 10 years. And and I don't know how much they paid him out of the $145 million, but I'm certain that he got a nice big chunk of money, too, for covering for the Russians. Well, I will also say that, you know, his job was to cover up. It was to do all these things, but it was also to protect the British because, you know, Mueller had a handler, and his handler was Arvinder Sambai, who was also with him at the 9-11 cover-up. So what's really going on here is that they're trying to protect us from moving forward to pouncing on the Privy Council for this plan of overthrowing Donald Trump. And that's what we want all of you to focus on. Don't listen to their fake narrative. And, you know, right now I'm seeing CNN and some of these propaganda sites that are look like they're ready to throw Obama under the bus. So this must be really big since the Privy Council is willing to throw Obama under the bus to keep us from looking at the British involvement in meddling in our election and overthrowing our government. That's exactly right, Betsy. And the old system that the Brits put in place here in America, Obama strengthened. He uh, made sure that out of the 10,000 senior executive service members, which is the shadow government, and they are a paramilitary group that literally believes they are generals of their different specific federal agencies, and generals who are in fact in charge, no matter who the president appoints to be the outward person in charge, there's an inner person and sometimes they're one and the same. And so, for instance, Christopher Ray, SES, they just moved him up from a lower position. Uh, that's the reason we can't fire Bruce Orr. That's the reason that Peter Strzok is still not fired. He's only fired. He was fired from two of the groups he was working with, not the third. He's still a CIA agent, an absolutely powerful CIA agent. And so we pointed all of this out, and we pointed out that the way that this would go down and that it would be a nothing burger, that they'd get low-hanging fruit, and that they'd accuse a few people of process crimes because that's what they always do. They surveil you, they get your words, they trip you up so that they get one wrong word, then they accuse you of lying, and you really didn't lie, your memory just wasn't that good, you shouldn't answer the question to begin with, but they, they will force you. Look at um, Chelsea Manning. She's in jail right now because she refuses to answer questions. And that, she jury. is really a he. I just have to say that because a number of people will say that. Bradley it's, Manning, that's an Chelsea X, Manning. It's an XX, not an XY. And so she is in jail right now, he, she, and uh, won't come out until the Assange case gets solved. And that's the reason Assange is, in fact, moved out of the Ecuadorian embassy and is on his way to America because 
They want to get him for espionage because that's the only thing that can close the gap in the Mueller investigation. There was no Russian hacking. So the entire, there's two parts of the Mueller investigation. Second part belongs in the toilet. Just like the PP dossier, the Kaka dossier belongs where it should be, in the toilet. It is garbage. There's not a single sentence in it that isn't slanted. And the whole second part is garbage because you cannot accuse the president of obstruction of justice when there was no investigation. Also, that was his subordinate. So there's no such thing. Now they're trying to say they'll get him after he's president for all of this obstruction. No, they won't. Complete nonsense. We'll tell you in a minute what we predict is going to happen in the future. But well, wait a minute. We need to be royally outraged at how much money was spent on this uh, farce. But more than that, the time that was wasted. How do we ever get back the two years of him running through the White House causing all of this havoc? This could have been time that we could have been making America great again. Mueller needs to go down. He needs to be one of the first ones to go down. And I want to know, Thomas, when did the trials for treason start? I am so tired of the investigations. We have found the work. Give it to Barr. I want to know when do we see some action in the swamp? Well, if... if if, and as we know, these communications of the president are indications to his uh, staff that they should do what he's saying in the tweets. Uh, but behind closed doors, it depends on what he says to Barr, and, and I'm sure he's told Barr, go after all of them. Absolutely. And don't, that's the only thing I'm telling you, go after all of them, because he said it publicly, and he's been very honest, uh, both behind closed doors and out in the public. So if Barr has the balls for it, if he has the guts for it, if he has the oomph and the strength, he will be the greatest attorney general in U.S. history if he goes after these criminals. And I believe, personally, after what I've seen so far, that that is the direction we're going. Well, now, I don't believe it. I believe that it's a grand ruse and all he's going to do is spin and spin and spin and nothing's getting done. The verdict's out for me on Barr until I see somebody's ass in jail. Well, Mueller's report wasn't supposed to be given until after the 2020 election. It was supposed to smear Trump throughout the next two years. The reason it was cut short is because Barr came in and said, end it. And he did. And he shoved all the other cases out to other courts. Now, he could have left all of these things open. He could have left his report until all those cases are settled. But he did not. And he gave a report that is a piece of legal garbage, especially the part, second part talking about obstruction of justice and making excuses. You don't talk about evidence unless it is to indict someone. So 10 examples of Trump being uh, supposedly obstructing justice is completely it insane. It was all hearsay. Some guy named Hunt says that Trump says this. Who is this guy named Hunt? Was he under oath when he made this comment about Trump? It's just propaganda, people. The whole thing is a caca report. We saw that their notes indicate that most of what they took was from either hearsay or from bad fake news lies and propaganda that was then basically given to the mainstream media through the leaks coming from Mueller's investigation. And then Mueller puts those reports, which he leaked and he created, in his own report as justification for supposed evidence. There was no evidence. I saw no evidence anywhere, not in part one or part two. And so when Nadler and the others uh, shift, the others are demanding to see the whole thing unredacted. First off, they won't. That's illegal. Second, and no matter what they say, they're liars. T total liars. Okay. 
because there are things in there in the grand jury that are still going on. They cannot release some of that information, no matter how much they scream. That's just to make it look like Trump is hiding something, which he's not. And he was, hasn't hidden anything at all. Notice he didn't even look at the report before it went out. His lawyers did. He didn't care. He knew he was innocent. And he was knew he was innocent from the beginning. So nothing is going to come of this. Put it in the same pile as the Warren Commission on uh, JFK, which was led by the person who actually led the assassination of JFK, Alan Dulles, or the 911 Commission, where the evidence was presented by who? Robert Mueller. And remember, the 28 pages, which actually had some evidence in the 911 report, was kept from all of us for years and years and years until literally, literally, it was beyond the uh, proper time to prosecute. But now they're opening that up and, and, we, and we can need, prosecute when, Saudi Arabia and all their intelligence agencies. And they need to look at the British involvement in 9-11. Well, it, yes, and particularly because Robert Mueller and... Um, Our vendor Sambai was there with them, so she was there for a reason. She was creating the smokescreen of the supposed Brit who trained the uh, terrorists to drive the planes into the towers. First off, let me just say one thing about that. I seldom ever give you any evidence or tell you what I think about 911. But I can tell you this, that hundreds of experts who are pilots have attempted to do simulations of flying a plane into the trade center. Can't be done. The sheer force of the wings would have ripped the wings off. It wasn't possible. Neither plane could have possibly done what they try to indicate it did and in terms of the planes they say did it. So the point is, Robert Mueller knew all of this. Robert Mueller killed 2,900 people on 911. So what was he doing on church on Easter Sunday? He was at church on Easter Sunday. What does a scumbag like that have to say in the Lord's house? Well, it's, he's going to pray that they, the demons don't get him like they got Andrew Marshall, Yoda, the, the man who headed Highlands Forum and the Office of Net, Net Assessment. And they, this is what Mueller does. Mueller does predictive analysis for a political legal warfare. Andrew Marshall did uh, analysis of how many people would die when we use weapons and who uses the weapons and who creates the weapons and who makes money off those weapons. Mueller's the same thing. He knows who makes money off of everything, and he's right there getting a piece of the pie. He's got crypto keys that, along with Hillary, that are a company, well, if you take the company in trust and you break it out until it's coming to the companies that it's in now, which is kind of hard to keep track of, to be quite frank with you, but the companies right now that have the Federal Bridge Certification Authorities, which is Mueller and Hillary, actually control what flows on the internet? They can steal things. They can plant things. They can stop things from happening. So if, here's what Mueller was really doing also as a subtext. He was covering up the crimes of 2016. And he knew the crimes happened in the election because he was part of them because, of course, he was a Hillary supporter. They called him in early on. They called Mueller in in December of 2015. Mark my words. Maybe earlier when they started to see the mess that they had because they were saying, look, Russia is the weak point for Hillary and you are the man who ran uh, the whole deal for 10 years out of the FBI with Andrew McCabe. So you are part and parcel of this. You better get on board. So really, it was to cover those trails, 
it was to basically remember Hillary was exonerated by Comey. And now Hillary was supposed to be exonerated by Mueller. But she wasn't. And so what we want to point out is all the things that weren't in the report. It's a piece of garbage because of the slanted bias. But if you look carefully, they made sure that in any place that they got anywhere near the truth, that they twisted up a story that was so bizarre that we haven't even heard some of these stories. They didn't even leak some of these bizarre stories of how convoluted they wanted to get in terms of justifying what's in the report. But the report, when the real truth comes out, if they show the evidence, it's going to go against the Democrats. If they show the list of the 500 people that they interrogated, that alone will show you the criminals involved. It's just like what I've said from the beginning. Get the bank records of Fusion GPS and you will understand this entire thing. You'll see when Perkins Coie was paid, you'll see they were paid twice, you'll see that Oleg Deripaska was involved in the payments, that George Soros was involved, and then it'll show that it was handed off to Daniel Jones and, and the way that came directly out of the Senate Intelligence Committee. So all of this was a fantastic conspiracy that no one thought they'd ever get caught for. And now, yes, it's going up to Obama, and it is very possible that, that Podesta, Hillary, and Obama could go down because they were the bosses of this. Well, uh, but the queen's not going to have her name on it, so she's going to make sure that her people in the Privy Council, and they have to cover their trail. Oh, yeah. And, and they're going to throw these people under the bus because they know Americans are angry, and we want to see people go down. But what they don't know is that the anger is so deep and it's so big at the grassroots. We're not stopping with Obama and Hillary. We're going after all of them. And, for example, you were telling me that uh, one of these uh, popular YouTubers, a personality out there, I, I don't need to say his name, because he's doing the best he can. But this person finally mentioned Allison Saunders. I'm going, yeah, go, go, go. Talk about the meeting that Alison Saunders had with the Oars four days before the Trump Tower meeting. What is a British agent doing over here meeting with a DOJ guy and with Nellie? I mean, what's that about? We don't reveal, just as you just pointed out, Betsy, who these people are that we know that are reading us and actually using it for their cutting-edge reports that they get on national news all the time. But we know that they don't have the content because well, I have to wonder, are they are they limiting their audience and finding out more? Because how come we're not seeing more of these independent people talking deeply about senior executive service? There are four of these people who make it on the news almost every day, uh, one of them, and they all are followers of ours. And we know this because they're the only people who mention things like the National Security Letters or Alison Saunders or Arvinder Sambai or uh, Sir Richard Dearlove or any of the well, real people, Stephen Halper. Pardon me? Why don't they take it further? Because they can only slowly bring people forward because what they're revealing is so shocking that they are the cutting edge. Matter of fact, I'm thinking of two or three more. That literally, they're telling what we told a year and a half, two years ago, and it's cutting edge right now. So we're going to try to keep you up on this and we're going to try to allay the fears. Now, um, let's just say that in the future, this is what they're going to do to Trump. They're going to try to use part two to impeach him. They will not. And there will be a battle between who is most extreme in the House on whether this impeachment goes forward. If it goes forward, it will fail again, no matter who puts it forward, whether it's uh, uh, Tlaib or Al Green or whoever. We need to impeach 44. 
that will happen as the treason charges come through. And as Trump has said, he's actually posted the picture of the very people, the very people that we tell you need to go behind the bars for treason because they were acting uh, with top secret security clearances where they swore statements that, you know, that they took out of the Constitution and, and they, they're treasonous, they're seditious. They were part of an active coup that is still going on now. You would have to say that Adam Schiff, who is part of the Gang of Eight, is absolutely a, a treasonous leader of the continuing coup because Mueller had to drop it because Barr came in and said no more. And so Barr gave basically a year and a half, uh, uh, shortened the Mueller investigation by a year and a half. There is no evidence. So when they talk about the million point four pages, remember, a million of those pages are literally, I'm sorry to have to tell you this, are Russian ads ran on Facebook that have never been translated, that Mueller tried to say were posted by IRA when uh, Yevgeny had his lawyer for Concord Catering challenge the judge here in, in D.C. And they said, excuse me, how did this affect the election if you don't have translations of these one million Russian posts? That's where he got his evident, kind of evidence, okay? So out of the one million 1.4 million pages, 1 million of it is complete garbage. And then I've told you that he got the whole thing about IRA from a New York Times article written in 2014. And we know this because some of the people who were in that article have come out in uh, Britain and other places on the news and said, uh, hello, it didn't even exist at that time. And what we were doing there was, was kind of silly. It wasn't very effective. And we didn't have much sophistication whatsoever, and so on and so on. It wasn't aimed at the election. It was aimed at everybody. It was aimed at disinformation. It was aimed at advancing Russia, not putting other people down. And so Mueller couldn't even get that part straight. But then it's kind of like Christopher Steele stealing his stuff. The only stuff that Christopher Steele added as one of the six people who created the PP dossier, he got from CNN iReport. In other words, what people post that is on the whatever they want. And he took that as evidence. He had no evidence. And there are no Russians that he was connected with. But because he said he was connected to the Russians, that does make it absolutely treasonous. But he's a Brit. So he hides under the five eyes. But uh uh-uh, no, you can't hide under the five eyes. Even the five eyes cannot interfere in an election. And they cannot do what we saw them do. The meeting with the Aurors, the back-channeling to the FBI, the DOJ. That's because the Queen still rules us. We're still subjects to the Queen. We never really won the American Revolution. That is what it seems to be. And I would have uh, argued with that some time ago. But now, after two and a half years of study, all the intelligence reports that we put out that demonstrate that, that's, that's what it is. So what is going to happen in the future? Uh, part two will not get Trump impeached. Nothing in there will get Trump impeached. When they say there's, a, uh, there's action of Trump that um, would sub, uh, substantiate an impeachment, that is a lie. There was no crime. If there was a crime, then Mueller would have brought the crime forward just as he did with every other low-hanging fruit crimes, which were old, old, old crimes, just as Horowitz would have done had he ever found anybody in his six or seven investigations he's in charge of. 
All he found was Andrew McCabe, and Andrew McCabe, uh, Lee, uh, Jesse Liu is letting him walk, as it looks like, free, without without any charges well, Jesse whatsoever. Jesse Liu is a senior executive service placement at the Department of Justice, if you haven't been following it. And you know, all she's there to do is to protect the swamp SES. Oh, absolutely. So what what is going on here? Nothing. Horowitz hasn't charged anybody, now has he? So if his report is due in He's May... He's another senior executive service operative, too, folks. One of the worst. He is he is in practice to take Robert Mueller's position as being the head fixer in D.C. He is the one who tells the corporations how to get out of being charged and tells the judges what charges to bring or not to bring and trains all of them. There's no higher person, really, that is getting ready to step into fake justice than uh, uh, Michael Horowitz. So Michael Horowitz's report due in May or June. Why is it due in May or June? Because Barr came in and Barr said, you're done now. And what do we expect with that? Another caca report? Nothing. If there were any indictments, they would have already happened. And what did Barr say? I'm going back myself and looking at all of it. He says, I'm going back to the genesis of the spying. I'm going back to look at everything that Horowitz is looking at, which to remind you. Well, I'm just saying the American people are getting a little tired of waiting. We've had over two years. We want to see some arrests. James Wolfe, one of the biggest leakers in history. And I'm not talking about low-hanging fruit like him and his little Ellie, what's her name? Allie Watkins. I'm talking about the people like McCabe and Strzok and Lisa Page, Hillary Clinton, John Podesta, Mueller, Lynch, all of them. They need to be arrested. We have enough evidence, and I'm tired of waiting. Well, we did have enough evidence, but now that Michael Horowitz has obscured it, obfuscated well, it, conflated it, confabulated it. Well, we have it on our sites, and we have it. We've got all, everything, and all of these patriots have given Bill Barr the links to all the evidence that we, the citizens, have collected out here for 20 years. Oh, yes, I'm speaking I'm of... I'm saying they the, have evidence. I'm, mis- I'm ta- speaking of Michael Horowitz's missing 55,000 text messages between Page and uh, Strzok, okay? Well, you should... Should not be able to hold his position if he lost those emails, texts. Well, excuse me. Well, let's remember that the IG, the for uh, the Justice Department, previously found that the FISA court should be closed down. What did they do? They wrote a corrective action. They didn't even put it in place. They didn't do anything. So what's the IG going to do in his six or seven investigations? Nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. I told you everyone that from the beginning. Truth goes to the IG to die. The inspector general doesn't do anything. And so when I'm saying that the evidence isn't going to be there because Michael Horowitz has been hiding the evidence, Mueller hid all the evidence for his case. You're not going to get to see that. Never. You'll never get to see that. And you'll never see the evidence for Michael Horowitz. Why? He's gone to hide it. That's what that job is for. And uh, Huber, nothing. Big zeros. Now, but Barr, told him to end the Mueller investigation. It ended in three weeks. He told him to wrap up his six or seven investigations. No one knows how many Jeff Sessions pawned off to Michael Horowitz so that he wouldn't have to do anything the entire time he was the attorney general. So that comes up in May or June. Hello, that means no one is going to be indicted. Exactly as I told everyone. And those people who said, you know, uh, William Priestep was working with Michael Horowitz or John Carlin was or James Baker. No, they weren't. We told you from the beginning they weren't. 
And we told you that James Baker would squeal like a little baby, and he did behind closed doors. Look at his testimony. He actually stated the people who used him as a back channel, just like Bruce Orr was used as a back channel, and Ellie Nellie was used as a back channel, and all these people, Andrew Weissman and uh, uh, Zainab Ahmad, they were all back channels directly to the Senate Intelligence Committee, to the Gang of Eight, and to Obama's White House, which had been weaponized, which includes Valerie Jarrett and Susan Rice and the whole gang, uh, Loretta Lynch, and then later John Kerry, and of course, Hillary Clinton, when she was in Secretary of State, she paid for us, the we the people, to write a plan for her to win the election called the Template for Winning the Election. It is so corrupt that there's no way that when the evidence does come to light, and Trump wants it all to come to light. Now, it may not come to light until uh, Barr truly, truly gets a, a crew there because it's going to take hundreds of lawyers to prosecute these people because they're going to use the trickiest, well, best lawyers. lawyers up there at the DOJ are all SES. So even if Barr instructs them to move forward with the evidence that we, the citizens, have given, those attorneys at the DOJ are going to do everything they can to obstruct and thwart. And unfortunately, the judges that are called for these cases will determine the cases. And that, that that's determined before the case even that's starts. That's why we need to do tribunals in some form or fashion. Because people, this group of high and mighty they were going to overthrow America, and we were going to live under their regime. It, we already are living under fascism. It was just going to be very noticeable by the time they got a hold of it. This must be punished, severely punished, these actions, so that we never walk down this road again in history, and that no other president is ever treated the way that Donald Trump has. Thomas, Amen. when will we see some economic sanctions put on these people? Uh, there's massive economic sanctions already. Oleg Deripaska, when Trump found out that he had given uh, $10 million to Daniel Jones to continue the opposition research against him, realized that Oleg Deripaska had interfered uh, massively in the election. So he has fantastic sanctions put on him. That's why he's crying like a baby now. Well, uh, we need Richard Dearlove and Jeffrey Patty to also be crying. Uh, some of the organizations have died now. That's, we want George Soros to be wailing because he's lost all of his money. Uh, Strategic Communications Laboratory had to close. Cambridge Analytical had to close. Serco is being sued for $86 billion. Um, on and on and on. So there are many, many things. Lots of sanctions on Ukrainians. Lots of sanctions on Russians. Lots of sanctions on... Um, uh, basically oligarchs anywhere. But what is going to happen now? What is going to happen now with the Mueller investigation? They're going to take it and they're going to turn it into an attempt to go after Trump for, because Cohen's cases go on. Uh, Roger Stone, uh, Jerome Corsi, uh, Michael Cohen, and one of Manafort's cases and a case that uh, Gates is involved in also, uh, with uh, also Tony Podesta for not filing as a foreign agent and um, Greg Craig for not filing are all going on. There's actually, believe it or not, 17 cases going on if you read all of them because each some of these have multiple charges and so on and so forth. But basically, to seven different courts, there are 17 issues that have to be solved that came out of Mueller's investigation. Low-hanging fruit. 
Michael Cohen could be in, uh, in court for the rest of his life for all of his corruption. I believe now that his good friend Felix Sater truly set Michael Cohen up, and Michael Cohen thought he was going to be in the White House. That's the reason he sold $4 million worth of influence. People paid him $4 million because he lied, Michael Cohen, to these corporations saying he was going to be in the White House and he had Trump's ear. This is how corrupt he was. Now, with the uh, Stormy Daniels case, it's already been You know, frankly, lost. I don't care about Michael Cohen. I want to know what are we going to do about Victoria Newland, Susan Rice, Valerie Jarrett. Let's get some of the big, juicy, plump fruit that really c- created this whole thing and was working it with Obama. Uh, well, there will be a case against Loretta Lynch for interfering with the New York uh, Police Department's uh, case. Uh, and the threats that she made. They were, the uh, Anthony Weiner case involves the New York Police Department. Then there's the Southern District of New York is involved, the Eastern District of New York, the Eastern District of Virginia, the uh, District of uh, Columbia. Uh, all these are federal cases. And there is the Attorney General, uh, the crazy, new, insane Attorney General of New York says she's going to spend every dime she has in her department going after Trump. So they're going to go after uh, Jared's deals, real estate deals. Sorry, all cleared now. Uh, Mueller cleared him. They're going to go after Stormy Daniels. Sorry, all cleared. A previous judge said that that was a fake thing and there was no evidence. Uh, they're going to go after um, uh, a Trump's attempt to, with Cohen to, uh, well, Cohen lied and said that he was still going after the uh, Trump Towers deals when in fact it had already ended. Trump tried to get these deals going in Russia for since 2010. It is an idiot that would not be able to say that Trump really, really wanted these. But could he get them? No, absolutely not. Trump, you want to know why? Because Putin knew that Trump was a straight-up honest guy and that he couldn't do business with him because Putin can only do people do business with people like the Clintons, who are crooked, who absolutely from the get-go have nothing but ulterior motives, personal greed involved. So Trump, he all he was doing in all of those deals was letting them use his brand name. And he spent not one penny on any of it. And there were actually, as we've told you, three different deals going on. And Felix Sater is a liar. He never could get anything going. He lied so many times in his text messages that are in the Mueller report that he was getting these connections, getting these connections, getting these connections. He's going to meet with Putin. He's got it all taken care of. No, he didn't. Felix Sater didn't know anybody. Look at who Felix Sater and Michael Cohen, after telling Trump that they had the connections in Russia, I believe that Felix Sater convinced uh, Michael Cohen to basically start to work as an FBI asset, as Felix was. Felix was an FBI asset sent in to destroy the Trump team, and he was using his old friend, Michael Cohen, to do so. And you can see in the manipulations of the uh, sanctions letters, the peace letter, and now the Trump Tower deals, because the let the text messages that Felix are sending are insane. He had no connections. Who was he sending them to? He was sending them to general email addresses for departments in the friggin' Russian government. He had no connections with Russia, just like Christopher Steele had no connections with Russia. But Alexandra Chalupa certainly did, and uh, uh, Ivan Timorov did, and uh, Olga uh, Polonskaya did, and Joseph Mifsud did, and there's many, uh, Stefan Rowe, they all had connections with Russia. They were the ones who were all interviewed by Mueller, but he then allowed them to go free. He didn't ruin their lives. They didn't even have to get lawyers. 
he called them in on a friendly basis, interviewed them, gave a bunch of them immunity. Comey first, his best buddy, his bunk buddy, Comey, testified first. Remember, Mueller met with Comey before Comey testified before Congress, and then Comey lied when he testified before Congress multiple times. He perjured himself over and over again, saying there was no investigation of Trump. Never was. Absolutely never was. Well, then how can you obstruct justice concerning an investigation that never was, that before Congress, Comey testified three times? Well, nothing's going to come of the Mueller investigation. It's going to go into a... Uh, the dustbin of history. It is garbage. No one will read it and no one will read the evidence. They don't care. We who supported Trump knew he was innocent all along. We knew that Mueller is an SS Nazi, that he is a Hillary protector, that he was in on Uranium One. And so the people who were part of that investigation were the very people who were the criminals who needed to cover their own trails. So it is a cover-up that's all it is. Don't read it, in my opinion, because it's all so slanted. You might start thinking that way. It's like listening to mainstream media. Don't listen to mainstream media. It is so subliminally filled with garbage, and so is this report in narrative, that you might start to believe it. There is no truth, none, zero, in the Mueller report, and it will come to nothing, to zero. We told you this before it was even started.